of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. How much fun is this weekend going to be, huh, folks? High school football playoff action in Stark County. At least 12 teams will be doing battle, some against each other in Stark County. And uh, we'll get into all those games later in the week for you. But what we want to talk about right now is uh, one of the games that uh, we'll be featuring here uh, with our uh, WHBC broadcast teams. And that is the game between Lake and Dublin Sciota. Uh, that game is going to be the WHBCSports.com streaming game of the week with Billy Beebe, Beebe and uh, George Bazika. And we're happy to have right now with us on the hotline the head coach of the Lake Blue Streaks. Let me rephrase that. The head coach of the co-federal league champion Lake Blue Streaks, Dan DeGeorge, joining us. How are you, coach? I'm doing well, Kenny. Thanks for having me. How's that sound, coach? Uh, federal league champs. Got to love that sound, don't you? It does. Sounds really good. It's been way too long. Yeah, it has. So what did the, let's start right there, Coach. Uh, beginning of the season, everybody says, hey, we have goals that we want to reach. One of them's winning uh, the conference or the league and everything. So was that indeed one of uh, the, the team's goals this year? And did you feel better about your chances of maybe doing that at the beginning of the season? Yeah, it's it's a goal of ours every year. Uh, we have it up in the locker room. Our kids always talk about it. Something we talk about in the off season and something we strive for. And um, this year going in, we felt like on paper we, we had a, a realistic chance. Um, really good group coming back. We had an excellent offseason uh, in the weight room and prepping for the season. Um, so, yeah, we were able to, to battle through some, some significant injuries over the course of the year and, and still find a way to, to share the league championship. So um, just real proud of my kids battling through a lot of adversity and a lot of injuries and finding a way to, to reach that goal. How did the Gatorade bath feel the other night? So it felt good. Um, yeah, I, I told them I'll take that uh, every year. So um, they were excited and again, just really proud of my kids and, and how hard they played. And I'm blessed to have a, a great, great coaching staff as well. Coach, how were they able to respond the way they did following the McKinley loss? You lose that game 36-26, and then your team went out and outscored Hoover, Perry, and Green by a combined score of 125-29. to How were they able to do that? Yeah, they, they just bought into it. Um, you know, losing to McKinley as hard as that was, as bad as we played, and, and give credit to McKinley, they played very well that night. Um, in hindsight, it was probably one of the better things that happened to us. You never want to lose the game, um, right. but the, the kids, the players, really did not like how that felt, and uh, they were mad, they were angry, and, and I was pleased that that was their response. Um, no one pointed fingers at each other. Uh, we, we came back and we um, decided we have to continue to get better every single day. So um, that stung, and it was a good punch in the face for us, to be honest with you, and they'd just been battling you know, every week and finding ways to improve and, um, you know, not being satisfied is another thing we keep talking about. We hopefully can carry that into week 11 as well. He's in his 10th season as the head coach of the Lake Blue Streaks. They're co-federal league champs this year. He is Dan DeGeorge joining us here on the Kenny and JT show. And coach, please don't take this the wrong way. 
but I am one of the believers that if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Well, you proved that to be uh, inaccurate with your football team this year. We heard that you were going to go with two, Kale Jarvis and Will Butler, at the beginning of the season. I think a lot of us looked and went, okay, well, probably after three or four games, he'll settle on one. Well, that wasn't the case. You stayed with two the entire season. Why did this work for your football team? First and foremost, uh, the two kids bought into it. Um, you know, they're both competitors. And they both want to be out there every snap as they should. Um, but they saw too that I think it was the, the best thing for our team to win football games. Um, and there were a lot of, a lot of critics. And, and I'll, I'll be honest, typically most years I would not take this approach, but they both are starting high school, um, quarterbacks. Uh, they're both good yeah. too. And they, they both bring a little bit of different things to the table. And, uh, it's been really good for us offensively to have them both. Will's also playing tons of defense. He doesn't come off the field there. Um, and then Kale's been throwing the ball very, very well. And he battled some injury there for a couple games and fought through most of it. Um, so yeah, it's been nice for us. It's been different. Um, and yeah, you weren't the only critic in the beginning. So, so I took a lot of heat for that, but it has, has worked out. Uh, for the team, and that's that's what the most important thing is. Yeah, you get the last laugh on that one, Coach, and hopefully it works for uh, a few more games, maybe six more games for you. Who knows? Uh, uh, the two ha- have bought in, but they're not the only weapons that you have uh, on offense. Matthew Solberger, uh, you know, he carries the mail for you, running the football at, at running back. Dylan Snyder just set, what, a, a school record the other night, Coach, for receptions or yards receiving and touchdowns in a game? Yeah, that was all in the first half. He had a really nice night, um, very fast, runs great routes, and our, our quarterbacks did a great job of throwing him some really nice balls. So, uh, yeah, he had a heck of a night last Friday. Coach, what is it about his routes? Because we, we had the game, uh, uh, what was it, two weeks ago, I think it was, and we watched him undress some people, basically, uh, with his route running. Uh, uh, why uh, is he such a good route runner? Dylan had a great offseason. Um, you know, he was injured last year and didn't get to play at all his junior year. So um, he was dedicated in the offseason to getting a little bit stronger, getting a lot faster, which he did. And, you know, the thing that benefits him is we have Nate Baker on the other side, which teams are worried about him as they should be because Nate's a heck of a football player himself. So a lot of times he's getting some one-on-one coverage and, and he's fast enough to, to beat that. And like I mentioned, our quarterbacks have been putting the ball in the right spot. So um, it's worked well for us. Dan DeGeorge, our guest, head coach of the Lake Blue Streaks. Uh, they are our number two seed, uh, and they will be hosting Dublin Sciota, uh this Friday night, 7 o'clock from Blue Streak Stadium. Billy Beebe and George Bazika will have the call of that one on whbcsports.com. Coach, I was looking at your 10 games and the scores of the games, and in half of your games, your defense allowed either seven points or fewer in five out of the 10 games what makes this defense so special? Because in order to win a championship, whether it's a league championship or a state championship, it can't be all about the offense. You have to have uh, a defense that can shut the other guys down. Uh, what makes this one so good? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, defense is the ticket. Um, first and foremost, I have a great defense coordinator, Ron Viscount. Uh, has been coaching for a long time. Uh, just a blue streak, man. He, he loves it. Kids love playing for him. Comes up with a, a great defensive plan every week with my other defensive coaches. Uh, the guys we have playing on the defensive side of the ball all were kids that had great off seasons, got a lot stronger, put a lot of time in to it. So they're playing well together, playing inspired football. Uh, no one cares who gets the most tackles or the interceptions or the sacks. They're just playing to win and, and to play good defense, and, and that's what you need. So that's something we're going to have to continue to do if 
we're going to win any playoff games for sure. Yeah, last week, three interceptions, three sacks against that passing attack from Green. Your guys rose to the challenge. You only gave up seven against the winked. You talk about adjusting code. That's what's impressed me because we did the Perry game. You shut down the wing T. Then the next week, uh, you know, you're facing five wide, and they're slinging it all over the place. Uh, that shows that you have a very flexible uh, and adaptable defense, doesn't it? Yeah, and that was a big jump. I mean, because, you know, you're getting the ball run at you every single play versus Perry, and it- bunch of down blocks and guys pulling and then you you jump to the five wide and you have to worry about the pass and the quarterback draw and uh, again kudos to my defensive staff uh, they did a great job both of those weeks prepping great game plans but but our kids man they, they buy in they're watching film they're listening in meetings um, they know what they're supposed to do going into to Friday night and that sounds simple but we talk you know a lot about just you know doing your 111th you know what you're supposed to do and you handle your responsibilities then a great likelihood things will turn out well for us and that's happened the past couple weeks it sure has uh, and uh, the defense I, I think one of the best in stark county this year and one of the reasons why you went nine and one in the regular season got a share of the federal league you're a number two seed in division two region seven and it's dublin Scioto. what do you know about them i only know they're four and six and they're the 15th seed coach i know you know more than that so share some of that with me yeah, absolutely. They're um, not not a typical 15 seed at, at all. They've played a really tough schedule. I think it's the the ninth toughest Division two schedule in the state. Someone told me. Uh, so they lost to some really good teams and some really close games. So um, we cannot overlook them at all. It's, uh, I, I sort of compare it to playing a Federal League team. Um, they're very well coached. They have some athletes, um, and like I mentioned, they've been in every single game. So um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough matchup for us. Their quarterback, they go through their quarterback. He's pretty good at running the ball, throws the ball around, and then defensively they fly around, they have some athletes. So um, it's going to be a, a tough night for us. we got to bring our A game to, to get a win. All right, looking at your schedule, do they uh, mirror anybody that you played on your schedule this year or no? Uh, offensively, they're real similar to us, the, how they line up, the formations they run, even some of the plays they do. Uh, and then uh, defensively, with the athletes and the size they have. I mean, they're similar to like a, a Glen Oak or even some of the early teams we played, uh, Maple Heights or East, because they do have some big kids that are very athletic as well. So, um, yeah, they play good football. Their kids play hard, so it's going to be a tough matchup for us. I know it's one game at a time, Coach, but as the two seed, uh, if you win on Friday, you get that second home game. What would that mean uh, to, to have back-to-back playoff home games uh, if that comes to fruition? Sure. Anytime you get to play at home, it's it's great, especially at our place. In my opinion, the best place to play in Stark County. Um, our, our community's been so supportive, uh, so there's tons of people there. So it's a great environment. Uh, but you know, we're looking at it going one and zero. I would talk to the kids today. I mean, we we left practice with full pads on, and I said, let's make sure this isn't our our last full practice day of the year. You know, because we just do walkthroughs on Thursday. So as as much as it is nice to look ahead and sort of look at what you have sitting in front of you. We got to take care of business and, and win this one first. Obviously, if we're playing the second week of the playoffs and we're playing at Blue Streak Stadium, that there's no other place I'd rather be. You know, uh, you know, each week from watching your team practice, you can take the team's temperature. You get a good feel for it. How was this week's uh, practice? It was okay. You know, actually, tonight was a great practice, probably one of our best offensive practices of the year. Uh, defensively, we did a, a really good job as well. Kids were flying around. They were excited. Uh, yesterday's practice, man, had me a little worried. They were uh, seemed a little tired, a uh, little, you know, the energy wasn't there, and I challenged them after practice yesterday um, to come back on Wednesday, today, 
and make it our best practice of the year. And our seniors and our captains and some of our other kids made sure that happened. So really pleased with the turnaround. I mean, it's a long season, a lot of banging. Um, so, you know, the, it's hard for these kids. This is the hardest sport there is. So, um, you got to challenge them. You got to stay on them. I, I don't like yelling, but, but sometimes you got to do it to, to light the fire a little bit. Well, that's good. How are you health wise? Cause in years past, uh, I think you hated seeing us coming to do your game because you were always <laughs> banged up playing somebody and would come up on the short end and everything. But this year it's worked out well. So I know you lost some guys early in the season, but right now, how are you health wise? Um, yeah, we're not great. I mean, we, we have, uh, 17 guys out with injury and um you know we looked at the sideline today i mean it's a mass unit over there and um three of those 17 were starting defense alignment for us at one point um we have a couple other players that got hurt early that would have been all over the field for us and backup roles special team roles uh, i think we have seven to eight kids that have lost their season their whole season to injury so th- that's been the hardest thing to watch you hate when your kids get hurt when your seniors obviously get hurt because this is the last right. year for them but um been really proud of our other kids just stepping up we've asked a bunch of different kids to move positions out of necessity um they put the team first and did it without flinching um so we have definitely battled the the injury bug like most people um but our kids have just been resilient and, and, and kept fighting so um that's sort of the underlying story of our season i think just how well our kids have kept playing when we've lost quality players who was it that you moved from linebacker to defensive end this past game? Um, Dane Jarvis. Uh, he's been there for – we actually moved him back in the Perry game. Um, okay. And he played linebacker for us for the first six weeks and did a really nice job there. And um, We had a couple D linemen go down, and we moved Evan Brady from linebacker to defensive end for a couple weeks. And then we moved Evan back to linebacker and moved Dane to defensive end. And it's been a really good fit for Dane, man. He's lighting it up. Uh, he's very fast. He's very strong. Uh, lets him play a little bit more free. Um, he's made some really big plays for us, so that's been a good move for us. Yeah, it's worked out well for you, and uh, hopefully it will continue to do so. All right, so if you're going to get a playoff win on Friday night at home against Dublin Scioto, what do you guys have to do? Give me some of the keys, Coach. Yeah, continue to play really good defense, uh, create some turnovers. Uh, offensively, we got to score touchdowns, uh, not field goals. Um, you know, that's going to be the key. And then playing, playing a clean game, not turning the ball over offensively. We, we have to be, um, very tight with the ball, make good decisions on third and short, things like that. And then I think a lot of this is going to come down to the special teams game. Um, even when we're punting, if we get a good punt off and we cover and, and we win, flip that fuel position to make them go on a really, really long drive to score those little things, I think add up, particularly in the playoff. I want to ask you about that, the, the special teams, because some guys, uh, at quarterback, right? They're, they're trying to make that play when nothing's there where, hey, sure. it's okay. When you have a defense like you have, it's okay to punt. Do do both of your guys understand that? Will Butler and Kel Jarvis understand, hey, guys, if we don't score, don't try and force it. We'll get you the ball back maybe in better field position. It's okay to punt. Do they get that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, our turnover ratio this year, I mean, we, I think we've thrown five interceptions in 10 games, which I've taken, um, you know, both yeah. Kale and will do a really good job of understanding the situation. That, that's something where Kale last year as a sophomore, I threw him in there. He was 15 years old and played in 11 games for us, and he did a great job under those circumstances, but he didn't quite understand that part of the game yet. He has made tremendous strides, um, not forcing balls when it's not open, understanding the down and distance. So, yeah, I'm real pleased with, with both my quarterbacks and how they handle that, that down and distance and the situational stuff. 
Coach, we hope for or we look forward to talking to you next week. We hope we're having this conversation again about your your next opponent. But like you said, you got to go one and zero this week first. So best of luck to you on Friday night, and we'll have the game for everybody. WHBCSports.com with Billy Beebe and George Bazika calling Lake and Dublin, Scioto. Coach, good luck, and uh, let's do this again next week. Hopefully, all right. That sounds great to me. Appreciate you having me, and thanks for what you guys do. Go Blue Streaks. Go Blue Streaks. There he is, head coach Dan DeGeorge in his 10th season at the helm there uh, with the Lake Blue Streaks.